When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello, thank you for oh listening gosh. to My Talk 1071, everything entertainment with Donna and that guy. Wow, 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 wow. Don McLean also here. What's going on? I'm deep in uh, Ariana Grande's house Me right now. Me too. Holy Pete. just going that, through. Don, the infinity pool yes. that overlooks the holiday, uh, excuse me, the holiday, the Hollywood Hills, not to mention the skyline of LA off in the distance, that feels like it would be a pretty magical way to unwind at the end of the night. And the lighting in the pool is just outstanding. Ah, oh, The only wow. thing I worry about is that, do you think a helicopter, because it's the windows are just like you can see right in there. Not only, uh, not only a helicopter, the neighbors, the neighbors too. I mean, it's could like, like just, you could get some binoculars out. Yeah, they don't even have any, she doesn't even have any like blinds. I maybe bet you they're does. hidden maybe in they the, come ceiling. Outside yeah. the ceiling. Yes. Yeah. Still, you yeah. want those windows open, don't you? Yeah. Oh, I oh, love God, this house. It's so pretty. Mercy. It's beautiful. That's... It's clean. Uh, by the way, that house sold for, what was the number? 17 and a half million? Uh, 13 point, 13.7. 13. 7. 7. Um, that's that's pretty that's pretty good. I will direct your attention um, to Sean Connery's former house, which is for sale in the oh. south of France. I've got a link there. Doesn't look nearly as great. It's it just uh, is on for sale for thirty million dollars. Thirty million. Oh yeah. Now it doesn't look like a huge mansion, but if you look, and they only have two pictures. Imagine this house covered in ivy, really pretty. The walls of the driveway have like limestone and ivy and flowers growing out of it. But all you have is view of the ocean. That and is it just outstanding. Looks pretty stinking remarkable. Like mm. there's a pool that you could go to on the property, and then you're just looking out on the sea. I just I need to travel again, you guys. I know. I was just thinking that. I'm like, I haven't been anywhere in so long. Sheesh. Anyway. Well, let's just put some money aside. Let's start today. Okay. We're going to transfer. Should we have it like a jar? That's oh, a jar. A <laughs> travel jar? I've thought about doing a jar that I can't see what I've put in there. Just Good for idea. spending money. Of course, save extra money to just get where I'm going, but then crack it open. Yeah. And then you go, look, we have like, $37. Yes. Hey, uh, bad news <laughs> if you're trying to course. save money. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the the Dow is currently down twelve hundred points today. So that's no. not a great day for the stock market. Hmm. It's not a great day. Did anything happen? Um, the the headline reads: The Dow slides uh, one thousand points on fears of a coronavirus resurgence yeah. and more economic pain. Oh, come on. 
I know. Let's still save money for a trip. Okay. It'll take me I'm a couple I'm actually years. looking for a place um, to stay, and I was looking at beachfront places because oh. I'm hoping that my trip that was supposed to happen in May will happen over Labor Day weekend instead. Well, let, let me just say this really quick. The, the actor who hated working on Twilight and looks back with misery is Anna Kendrick. Okay, I just want to, mm-hmm. you know, tie that bow for anyone. And she they shot it up in the Pacific Northwest um, where it was rainy and muddy. And she said, like, I, the people are all great, but there's a point where you just kind of want to murder them because you're sitting out there and you're freezing and your shoes are wet. And okay. she said, but she still feels a bond. But anyway, I say that about Anna Kendrick, but going back to the vacation conversation, she was up in the <laughs> Pacific Northwest there. Donna. I would encourage you, if you're looking for beachfront and you really want to get away, yeah. you really want to get away, Manzanita, Oregon is tucked away, tiny little beach town, and it is gorgeous. And you're not, now if you want like a Caribbean vacation where you just want to be pelted by the sun all I day, this is not your place. I was just going to go to Jersey. Oh. oh. <laughs> I love it. Okay, then, yeah, definitely Jersey is great this <laughs> oh, time. Oh, yeah. No, the reason is um, because I was I go with friends, mm-hmm. and we grew up in New Jersey, and we haven't gone to all the shore points, so we're trying to go to a different shore point every year so that we don't have to incur the expense of everybody flying and getting hotels, and so we drive to the destination. Okay. And then just pack up the car and bring our own food and try to save money that way. Oh, gotcha. that's a good idea. Thank you, Dawn. Yeah. Steve. Oh, hello. Meanwhile, Manzanita, okay. Oregon. Looking at it, it's beautiful. Is a great place to uh, get away. It was one of the most unexpected, wonderful trips that we've taken. And we had this space that we did not pay for. We wouldn't have been able to afford it, but it was like, it's a kind of, the kind of house that you would want to go in splitsies with a bunch of people on it. You know, it sleeps a gazillion people there, Mm. but oh my gosh, unbelievable views. And you still get like that marine layer, which I really like, but then the sun burns it off and you'll have beautiful sun, beautiful overcast. It's just, oh, sweet Lord. I loved it. Mm. I loved it. What? You can't love anything anymore? Oh boy. Thanks for the tip, Steve. You got it, buddy. Appreciate. Did you guys hear uh, Beyonce is reportedly set to secure a lucrative deal to work on three Disney films, which will land her $100 million? Oh, is it me or is that like... Feels like a lot. Okay, so this is coming from the success of the live-action remake of The Lion King last year, mm-hmm. in which she voiced oh, Nala. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so it looks like they're planning to secure her services for three more movies. and. Wow. She'll appear on the soundtrack for uh, Black Panther 2, as well as two other Disney films. And we don't have a whole lot of other information, but I guess I guess they see making a lot of money off of this, so you got to pay. That's a lot of money. I mean, good if you can get it. Ten million is a lot. This is a hundred million dollars. So she's getting thirty-three million dollars per movie that she's working on. Yep, that's a good payday, guys. Yeah, yeah, I would say Disney must have done the market research to figure out that it it they get a return on investment. 
Yeah. I mean, this is a, a it's it's a sure thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's like, not she's a flash in the pan. She's not a celebrity or a singer that's going to be popular now. But then you won't talk about true in ten. I mean, she's going to be an icon forever. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Even if she stopped doing everything right now, she would still be an icon forever. You're right. You're right, You're Don. right, Don. You're right. Sorry we blew up. Rude, that's our fault. <laughs> um, when we come back, we're going to have a study or two. Indeed we are. We're going to get educational, my friend. And I, I thought of Donna when I looked at both of these today, uh, starting with, when is the last time that you hugged somebody? Because hmm. it's been a while since you've hugged someone. You mentioned that yesterday on the radio. It has. We will dig into that. Plus, I think we could all use this. This is kind of a blend of like tipsy and according to a new study, ways to find more joy in your life starting today. Hmm. We'll get into that when we return on Donna and Steve on My Talk. Thanks for listening, you guys. Donna and Steve here on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson, Don McLean, and time to get nerdy. Studies have shown that studies medic- have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. How long has it been since you've hugged someone that you don't live with? February. February. Maybe. I haven't Even hugged anybody. Even before March. Nobody. Yeah. Pre-quarantine, you had a couple-week dry streak, it sounds like. Yeah. You know, I may have gone out to dinner with somebody. Mm. Even pre-quarantine, I went out to dinner with somebody, and we were like, we probably shouldn't hug. Well, because it was, you know, different. Well, there, there was a lot of um, things might turn interesting. <laughs> you <laughs> know, it was a, we shouldn't hold we'll each start other. Right back over again like we were and we can't handle that. <laughs> there we go. And scene. Yeah, no, I haven't had any human contact in a long time. She's skin well, hungry. I am. That, you've talked openly and bravely about your skin hunger before. <laughs> 47% of Americans have not hugged someone that they don't live with since the lockdown began. However, 23% of us have hugged someone in the last week. Wow. Uh-oh. Now, mine was within the last couple of weeks. I saw a buddy of mine out and about, and he came in, and it was like, a, I think we like, uh, I don't know, did we? Yeah, I think we like dapped, you know, like a little hand slap, and sure. then just, he was just coming in for the hug. And so I just reciprocated it. Oh, yeah! Not so a for good like idea. three or four minutes, it was, and it was, <laughs> it was surprisingly a, emotional. You didn't make a cross with your fingers and go, "The power of Christ compels you." <laughs> no, no, okay. I didn't. Although you have a little bit of that compulsion of like, "Wait, wait, what are you doing? Be away from me now!" But then I just hugged him. Um, but yeah, forty-seven percent say not since quarantine have they hugged somebody. That includes nine percent of people who. Never hug anyone, even before COVID nineteen. Oh, I hate that. Oh, <sighs> oh, I'm a hugger. You're a hugger. I wish you need to hug someone. You need to find an astronaut, Donna, that you can hug. Why don't you hug your roommate? You know that's funny you say you that because my other. friend Nancy said you need to tell Jason to hug you. You need yeah. human contact, and I told Jason, and he was like, "Yeah, no." Oh, oh bless him. <laughs> So I hugged my dog instead. Oh, there. You got a doggy dog. Oh, that's, that's nice. true. Uh, 
Hmm. Well, without the hugs, I think we're all feeling like we're lacking a touch of joy. 90% say the world needs more joy right now. I've got five simple ways that you can find it. Number one, family dinners. 61% of those asked said it's one of the things that brings them the most joy. Family dinners. That's nice. Coming in at a close second was time spent outside. You know, when I'm outside, if I'm on a walk and I catch a smell... I'll stop the kids and say, breathe in right now. Smell through your nose. You know, that's the smell of wet pavement after the rain. Stop and smell the roses. It's basically the same concept, right? Something magical about outdoor air. I like being outside, too. I wish we could broadcast outdoors every day. Me, too. I was just thinking that. It's so beautiful today, and I'm stuck in here. And we need some vitamin D. Yeah. Yeah. Vi D. Yeah. Number three on that list, watch a favorite movie or a TV show. Not a new one, just a favorite. Hey, I know I like The Holiday. Oh, love. Oh. I know I like How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. I like Great. Almost oh. Famous. I had to watch both of those with my forced movie reviews. Don does not like romantic comedies. Oh, Don. One of my favorite Christmas holiday movies ever is The Holiday. It makes me feel so cozy. No, wait oh, a minute. My God. Actually, the... I haven't watched that one. The score by Hans Zimmer is so beautiful. I will oh, be, te- I will be texting Jason later. <laughs> oh, crap. Why did I say that? Oh, no, I do like a good score, and I do like Hans Zimmer. He's great. And Jack Black plays a composer in the movie. Oh. And so they tap into that. There's a great... It makes you long for Hollywood. It paints romantic visions of Hollywood and then also of London uh, or England, a, a village in England during Christmas time. It's just lovely. Okay. Well, uh, this also helps you to get uh, bring back that joy, receiving a hug from a close friend or a loved one. 58% of people said that increases their joy, but we're at a little bit of a stalemate there. And finally, hearing one of your favorite songs. Yes. This is also worth noting. For any kids out there who are listening, it's Uncle Steve, and you better listen good. 89% of people agree that it's important to surround yourself with positive people. More than half of us say that just talking to our friends brings us joy. And 85% think finding joy right now is more important than ever. There's a saying that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Oh, boy. So, if you're hanging around a bunch of negative Nancys, you they just rub off on you. Company matters. You want to find yourself, surround yourself with people who are moving in the same direction we're all going at different speeds but that we're moving in the same direction let's build each other up right donna yes steve when is your seminar so we can come i would love to host every day (laughs) (laughs) from nine to noon sporadically from nine to (laughs) noon yeah and without warning generally well you definitely could have a career in motivational speaking if this ever falls through I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And it will eventually. Let's be yeah, very honest. That's for all of us. Yeah. Well, Isn't that the truth?
Anyway, uh, I want to tell people real quick about this year's Twin Cities Pride going virtual before we forget. They need your support, which is critical to the future of Pride and all of our communities. So if you were to purchase a proud My Talker t-shirt, all the proceeds from the shirt sales are going to go to Twin Cities Pride. So they're really cool. I really, really like these shirts. Um, You can get involved with Pride or you can donate directly by texting TC Pride to 44321, 44321. Um, and you can find the details at uh, mytalk1071.com. The keyword is pride. Nice. Thanks. Great, great, we have a really great. great website. If you ever just want to poke around, you should definitely go and check it out. Mm-hmm. You can win 500 bucks under listener rewards. You can listen to anything you may have missed, re-listen to a favorite moment. You can check out there. our show links. You can check out all the great entertainment posts that Hannah puts up every day. She's killing it. She's still just killing it. She's great. Millennial Hannah, we love you, girl. Guys, send me your videos. I haven't seen Guys. her in a long time. <laughs> oh, Steve. TikTok's not a thing. That right, link doesn't work, Steve. Throwback Thursday. You ready? You ready? Ready? Yeah. We're quizzing Donna. Woo! Random bits of music trivia coming up after the break. Play along. Hey, it's us. Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Happy Thursday, everybody. Yeah, it's the after party for Wednesday. You got it, buddy. It's the pre-party for Friday. Nice. See what we did there? <laughs> I like us. Uh, but back to Thursday. Let's rewind, shall we? Shall we? Donna and Steve present Throwback Thursday. We need to go back in time. We gotta go old school. Any questions about the old days? Why, yes, there are. It's time for Steve Patterson to quiz longtime radio disc jockey Donna Valentine on Old School Dudes. Well, this just sounds like a blast. To me. Steve, watch out. Throw it back, yeah. Donna. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's me. Have you done your lumosity today? Are you loosey goosey oh, in terms of your that. brain? I uh, actually did elevate last okay. night. Oh. I didn't do Similar lumosity. to lumosity? Very much so. In fact, you introduced it to me. Oh, my gosh. Because you were showing me how to, you know, this program where to read faster. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember when I started that and then yeah. quit. Yeah, I still do it. Oh, that's really great. It's very difficult. Yeah, Thank my you. sister's doing Lumosity. Yeah, it's fun. It seems to be I have it. my favorite games. I'll tell you about them sometime. Thank you. Dateline 1966. Ever heard of it? I have, indeed. Great year. The Rolling Stones started a two-week run at number one on the U.S. singles chart with this song, the group's third U.S. number one single, also a number one in the U.K. It was the first number one single to feature a sitar on the recording. I don't have a timeline for the Rolling Stones music. Sitar. Are you familiar with a sitar? Yes, it's like Indian. <laughs> like an, like kind of like an Indian guitar almost. It okay. Makes more of like a wow, like a whiny sound. Hmm. Makes me think of George Harrison. Mm-hmm. 
right? Yeah, Beatles did it too yeah. for a while in the 60s. Oh, shoot. My father-in-law, uh, law, Tushar Khandabai Desai, who is from India, plays a sitar and grew his nails out at one point okay, I don't so want that know he anymore. could pluck them. Little... Oh my gosh, great! Yeah. That's so cool! Sweet. Yeah, and when I told my sister that my father-in-law played the key, uh, the the sitar, she was in her head thinking kitar. <laughs> that he was in an 80s band like Journey, yeah. pounding away at a wearable keyboard. <laughs> so anyway, Donna, back to you. I'm pretty sure this is the wrong answer. So if it is, redirect me, okay? Sure, I won't let you get this one wrong. The answer that I'm thinking of is paint it black. But I think that is way later than 1966, so... Do you want to lock it in? Yes. You are absolutely right, Donna. Are you kidding me? It wow, was Donna. Paint It Black had a two-week run at number one. It's the only thing I could think of that might have that instrument... You hear it? You hear the sitar in the background? Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm amazing. That was great, Donna. Thank you, Don. Oh, I we love this song so you. much. It would be very bad at that question. I have to admit. <laughs> oh, I love this song. I didn't know it was that old. That's 54 years old. Whoa, Lumosity. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> Doing all sorts of mental gymnastics. That's right. Yeah, I do do a lot of math. Do do. <laughs> Dateline, nineteen seventy-seven. Hey, this band became only the second group after the Jackson Five to achieve four U.S. number ones when this song went to the top of the charts. Now, I have asked you this question in more of a difficult way. Had I given you mm. have I, had I given you the song name and not the band name? So this song... Let me, let me ask you this way. Okay. okay. Yeah, you got to help her out here and give I, her at least one. Okay. I'm going to... Yeah, because I actually just realized that I blanked <laughs> you on both, and I'm sorry that I asked the question incorrectly. <laughs> this band did this song. Go. Sorry. <laughs> Let me rephrase all this. This band became only the second group after the Jackson 5 to achieve four U.S. number ones when I'm Your Boogeyman went to the top of the charts. I'm Your Boogeyman. This band released this song, which went to number two. Oh, God. I feel like it's on the tip of my tongue. I wanted to initially say the Bee Gees. But, but I, I know that you're not going to lock that in. No, because it's wrong. I'm going to say Casey and the Sunshine Band. Do you want to lock that in as your final answer? Yes. Donna, you are absolutely what? right. Oh, Whoa. my gosh. I am like... Wow. That's what Donna. I am. I know. I'm amazing. That's I swear I'm not good. cheating or anything. I'm just sitting here and listening to questions. That's what I lose. All right. Whoa, I almost said Bee Gees. Well, it's the same era, right? True. Yeah. Oh, Casey and the Sunshine yeah. Band. Love it. All right. Good one. Dateline? Okay. 2000. No, this is not going to end well. This singer... 
since deceased went to number one on the charts with Try Again. It became the first airplay only song to reach number one on the U.S. singles chart. Repeat no, that last thing. It became the first quote unquote airplay only song okay. to reach number one on the U.S. singles chart, which means no points from a commercial single release. So somebody just chose to play it, but it wasn't released as a recording for the public. Yeah. Airplay yeah. only. Airplay only. Ooh. In the year 2000, the song is called Try Again. The singer, sadly, has since passed away. I'm going to need a hint, Bob. She. Okay died in a plane, plane wreck. Cr okay, this is uh, I like the sound of that uh, that you just did. Aaliyah. Aaliyah? Let's, if you just tell me if you want to turn that deadbolt. Um, you want to lock it in? Yes. Final. Thank you! My gosh. I did need the hand, oh, though. This song, so sad that she tragically passed away Absolutely. at such a young age. This, I remember listening to this song in a Taco Bell drive-through with my now wife, then girlfriend. Is that right? I mean, isn't it weird how certain songs, certain little moments, nothing special happened there, except I got a friggin' dynamite meal like I always do. Thank you, Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. But I really remember times. It was pre-Quesarito. You're absolutely right about that. Listen, that was in the era of chicken soft tacos for Stevie Boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a part in this where it goes... And they just do the beat, and it sounds kind of like a fart, which is one of the reasons that I remember uh, this song so much. See, like, now, hey, we're at Taco Bell. This is so poignant. <laughs> now when I think about her, I, I do think about R. R Kelly, Kelly and... Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, because oh. they got married, and she was underage, and it was real creepy. And oh. Yeah. I mean, See, I you, never watched the R. Kelly special. I highly encourage you to watch it. Oh. It's really compelling. Okay. And disturbing. How old was she when she got married? 15 or 16. <gasps> my grandma Scott was 16 when she got married to my... Pat, Pat, or, uh, Pat Scott, excuse me, Pat Scott. Um, who has since uh, passed away. He was 24. Now, this wow. was 60 Different years times. ago. Yeah. Isn't yeah. it inter interesting, though, how like back then it was like, oh, Mary found love. Mary? Mary's 14. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now it would be like, uh, whoa. Ew. You know, and Maybe Mary of, just has a crush. Yeah. <laughs> you know, part of the reason that I watch a lot of this stuff, because I want to I have a level of awareness which one would you suggest I watch, Jeffrey Epstein or R. Kelly first? I would think I would start with Jeffrey Epstein. Okay. Because I think you'll have very strong, mm -hmm. on both of them, very strong opinions. But anyway. And I, th I think knowledge is power, yes. too. So anyway, uh, are we done? I have one more little bit. Oh. Sort of off the beaten path. There's no music to be played okay. here. Just a random like, oh, question. Shoot. No, just a random question. Okay. John Lennon wrote this song after hearing a cornflakes commercial. And John wonder, Lennon wrote John this Lennon song. John Lennon wrote this song 
after hearing a cornflakes commercial. He was kind of a character. Um, Not a just just to fill time as you think. This okay. is the sound of me uh, hitting a pencil off of my headphones. Is that supposed to help me? No, just more so to kill time. time. Yeah. Here's um, the same pencil on the lamp. I'm going to Okay, I'm going to need help. This is something that you would say to someone upon sunrise. Upon waking. Okay, good morning. Mm, double down. Final. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. Is that a John Lennon song? No. <laughs> it says John Lennon wrote Good Morning, Good Morning after hearing a Cornflakes commercial. I don't think it's the same song. And if it is, have we been living under a rock? The airplane that Buddy Holly died in was called American Pie. That's Don McLean wrote a song oh. with the same name about that accident, and that's yeah. why it's Bye Bye Miss American Pie. Can, oh. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Why is it? The, because the plane was called American Pie. I see. Okay. okay. I did not I mean, know that. I mean, it has a double meaning, too. Like the, yeah. the just the innocence. Right. You're right. Exactly. Um, can I give you a piece of music news that just recently came down? I don't know, Don, maybe you saw it, but um, country band Lady Antebellum. Is changing their name. They are. What? Yep. They are changing it to just Lady A. Um, they broke down on Twitter the reason why um, Antebellum, I believe, aren't weren't those homes that were very common in the Civil War era. Oh. Oh, interesting. So I didn't know what it meant. Yeah, yeah did I, huh? Um, they said, as a band, we strived for our music to be a refuge, inclusive of all. Uh, we've watched and listened more than ever these last few weeks, and our hearts have been uh, stirred with conviction. Our eyes opened wide to the injustices, inequality, and biases black women and men have always faced and continue to face every day. Um, they're regretful and embarrassed to say that we did not take into account the associations that weigh down that word referring to that period of history before the Civil War, which includes slavery. So they're changing their name. It means before Mm -hmm. the war. Yes. Okay. After, yeah, Southern antebellum style. Um, Yeah. Okay. Just an interesting fact. I'm sure we'll be hearing more about that. But thank you for the game, Steve. That was quite successful and fun. You were great today, guys. Back at you. Okay. Um, All right. (laughs) When we come back, Steve's going to be talking to one of our favorite people today. We think kind of, sort of. I'll explain why that might change. I'll let you know the plan for... uh, Hearing from Melissa Peterman, Minnesota's own, today on Twin Cities Live when we come back on my team. Steve's got to go to his second job pretty soon. Yeah, I'm going to go from here right over to Jaime's Haberdashery in St. Paul. Meet up with my buddy Anthony. Uh, we're doing a series of Minnesota comeback stories on Twin Cities Live. And it's really cool because think back three months ago, we were just so like hurting for the businesses here in town. And what they would have to endure is everybody essentially closed up shop for a few months. Well, uh, Anthony and his team at Jaime's, they started making masks almost immediately, and they were able to uh, generate some income to help pay their employees oh, wow. um, in the meantime to try to keep them on board. And uh, and they were doing it from pocket squares, and they have like killer pocket squares. And then they were like, wait a minute, we could turn use this material to make a mask. So then they started doing that. And since then, they've done some really cool things, even opening up a wedding space. 
which is just kind of it's kind of cool how the ingenuity comes in the midst of everything changing and not knowing what's next. Right. Anthony said he had a couple of people in there. And uh, they said, oh, well, our uh, wedding our wedding venue just canceled on us because, you know, they couldn't have them there. And he said, well, what about a smaller wedding right here? And then he created this new wedding space that I haven't seen yet. Oh, my god! And gosh. I'm going to go in and see today. Fun. And, uh, so, anyway, I'm looking forward to doing that. Now, we'll shoot that. It'll air uh, next week on Twin Cities Live. What was supposed to air today is an interview that I did yesterday with... Melissa Peterman, of course, from Minnesota, very funny. You know her from Reba, from Baby Daddy, from Fargo, uh, the Coen Brothers movie as Hooker Number Two. <laughs> and uh, yesterday, among Which other you questions, still haven't seen, have you? Still haven't seen it. Okay, um, that should be top of your list. She knows that and holds it against me. Yep, she should. One of the questions that we did ask yesterday was, "Did you read for Hooker Number One? Just <laughs> how to?" So I don't want to spoil anything, but the plan was that we would air that today. And then I would throw up the whole interview. So she and I just kept chatting and chatting. And like, she she joked that you could tell she was lonely. She just needed somebody to talk to. Oh <laughs> so we God. just kept going. So our plan is to put the whole unedited interview up on Facebook because it's just she's just so funny and so pleasant to, to spend time with. But we got an email today that said, Governor Wall's press conference. 3 p.m. Oh, my God. Again. Two days wow. in a row. And you know what's funny is yesterday when I was talking to Melissa, I said, well, you know, we're going to be on at whatever point. Um, and she said, I know. Governor Walls is coming on at 3. And I said, oh, how did? Yes, that's right. And she said, I listen. I listen to the show, uh, you know, to Don and Steve. I heard you talking about it today. So she was in <laughs> the know awesome. in L.A. of when Governor Walls is going to be speaking here because she listens to Don and Steve on the app. Thank you, Melissa. We love th- you. I think it's on the app. She has an AOL email address, so I don't know if it's on the app. I don't know if she goes to her local library to listen. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. She pulls uh, up the microfiche. Rude. Yeah. I Don't asked if she just got I like a... said microfiche myself, Dawn. Really? Oh, yeah. such a weird word. I know. Yeah. Maybe they couldn't go with fish, fish, right? They had to go yeah. with fish. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know if that's going to air Okay, today. well, good luck with that. Um, you know, Lori and Julia are also on at 3 o'clock. Just a quick reminder because oh, I, I know. if I don't say it, then Julia will rough Text me up. You. Exactly. Um, hey, our Facebook question for today was uh, comes from you, and it has to do with the weather. What's your least favorite weather phenomenon? Mine's humidity. Ditto. If it's not humid, I'm happy. Yeah, me too. I think that's a that's very popular. A lot of people said snow. A lot of people said wind. A lot of people said humidity on our Facebook page. That's snurt. But Dawn, Dawn, snurt, dirty uh, snow. You know, I'm not a huge fan of tornadoes. Oh, that that's a that's a good one. Hurricanes probably suck too a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I've been a tornado chaser as part of my job at the other station I worked at. See, Whoa. it gets more in her it's life, so more weird. and more colorful. I know. Whenever our uh, our other station that had a news programs on it needed people, it's like, all right, you go in that. Oh, you live in that direction. You go oh. call in. Like I'd call in from my car, chase it, watch it. Wow. See what direction That's it's going. That's dangerous. Did you have to sign a waiver? What? What do you mean? Like, what if you get killed? Oh, for God's sake. Like, they care. <laughs> well, I think they might, Dawn. I'm just oh, saying. Oh, no. It's just a part of like, hey, we need extra people to do this. This wow. is your duty. Jeez. Get please. out there. 
Uh, Amber said fine. the pelty ice fleet stuff that really hurts when it hits your face. That's mm. a very specific answer. I, I know what she that. means, though. I hear her. Yes. It's like little burning things hitting your yeah. face. Freezing rain, thick fog. Mm. Oh, mm. yeah. Fog, not great either. Yeah, I don't like that. It's kind of But scary. imagine, what if I told you this? Hey, this summer we just got a 90-day forecast. It's accurate, and there will be no, not no humidity, very low humidity. I'm I'm still against it. Somebody said it really well here. Anything above 65. I hear <laughs> oh boy. you. It's uh, 73 right yeah, now. That's actually very comfortable, oh, too. I love that. It's my favorite temperature. Yeah, I if it never I said just... 80s, I'd be fine. Yeah, if it stayed like this all year round, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. It's like this in California. That's why so many people live that's there. That's why <laughs> Melissa's listening over there and not in town. And that's where her job is, too, I think. Anyway, what do you uh, guys want to do for lunch? Well, there's a Cobb salad on the Yay! menu. So. Well, I'm excited. Are you excited? Yeah. It was I over What kind excited? of salad is it? A Cobb. You know, it's got the blue cheese, and then you got little chunks of chicken, and then you got little cucumbers and little mm. tomatoes. That's yummy. Delish. Thank you again to the people who are killing it downstairs mm. in the kitchen in our cafeteria they're just really so great i just had a sleeve of processed peanut butter crackers that's my lunch on the go oh, today eating his kids snacks made by yeah the good folks at lance <laughs> toasty sandwich crackers real peanut butter i don't like it when you have to tell me it's real <laughs> are, the, are the crackers uh orange no these aren't the orange ones nope okay. Oh, okay. no i was shamed last week i've changed my ways okay okay cool well, we're going to go enjoy a delicious, healthy lunch while you eat your peanut butter food cracker things. <laughs> Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. Okay, Steve, we'll see you tomorrow. Um, thank you very much for listening, everybody. We appreciate you, and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. Have a great day. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.